This is a special episode of the DLP Agenda. We are gone away this week, so therefore, in our place is the amazing story time with Tommy Simbazo. These are some of the best stories Tommy has ever shared with us in private, and now we decided we're going to give you a free one. And if you enjoy this, just five bucks gets you more of these insane stories from Tommy, DLP Agenda, Patreon, Dork Dynasty, Laughs Count Anywhere, and some more stuff we'll be rolling out this year. I think you're going to be surprised at what he's willing to reveal that he's okay with the world hearing. These are things <laughs> that he reveals that if he was a member of the media, say local <laughs> radio show, probably wouldn't want to put out for free. Or just a member of the community. Or a member of the United <laughs> States of America. Yes. Or just a human being. Just a member. So yes. enjoy. You could usually have these behind that Patreon paywall, but because we love you so much, enjoy a free little pink Baskin-Robbins sampler spoon of Storytime with Tommy Simbaza. And of course, brought to you by our sponsor, Rice Merthopasaurus, your personal injury lawyers. If a guy dressed up like an orc at a LARP fucking concusses you, <laughs> please go to ricelawmd.com slash LARP, go to ricelawmd.com slash concussion, or just go to ricelawmd.com today. Randolph Rice is ready to believe you. Gather round, children. It's story time with Tommy Simbazo. Hello, it's story time with St Tommy Simbazo. Long last, I have been waiting for this for quite some time because of the reasons we've given you on the DLP agenda. If you heard of my fateful birthday trip with shrimp, and white wine and skeleton onesies and light up gold <laughs> shoes. You do know that the highlight of that, the headliner of that weekend was all of us out of our minds back at Joe's beach condo sitting around and essentially getting maybe what is second only to Dave Chappelle's most recent comedy special <laughs> headlining performance in his living room of a story time with Tommy Simbazo. Yeah. Joining us here on the DLP <laughs> Patreon. Tommy, hello. Woo! Hey, Woo! guys. How's hey. it going? Uh, I yeah, am all happy. that was fueled by... Uh, everyone else was drinking apple juice, but I was on two <laughs> hits of acid yeah. and a, a, a mushroom tea. Uh, I tend to hold court sometimes when I'm that fucked up. But, uh, yeah, I, I've, lived, I've lived many a life. Uh, it's totally separate things, and I have a, I have a bunch of stories, which... One of the stories that we're going to get into uh, the next episode, I got uh, some ground, some earth shattering revelations about that story after talking to my mom about her side of it. And uh, and yeah, and that hel actually helped me track things down. Anyway, I'm excited because I'll, we'll tease the second episode now that there was an episode where Tommy and his family went to the Montel Williams show yeah. and you're backstage. And this was from that night at the beach for my birthday it was one of like five stories each one could have been a headlining tale <laughs> and then you and joe and rob are like this has to become a podcast for patreon and the way it's going to work is that you're going to be driving the car and there's mm -hmm. going to be dlp agenda uh podcast member cast member riding shotgun it'll be me for this episode joe for the next eric on one sean on one rob on one katie is dying to do one of these things Ooh. And my favorite one from that night, and you told this prior, but it's one of those stories that you just love hearing because mm -hmm. there's kind of odd, selfish, connective tissue with my own life. And 
you and I might have met before we even knew one another was back in Southern Maryland, Charles County, where my friend, I bring up him quite often, Waldorf Pete, Waldorf Dave, would go to Charles County Community College. We would smoke a joint. Dave would bring a case of beer, lawn chairs, and we would sit on the side of the hill. And I remember Dave was the one that said, you have to see this shit. I I stumbled on it while taking my girlfriend and her kid at the time to, like, play soccer. Wait, He's how like, old were you that you had a girlfriend with a kid? He had a girlfriend with a kid. Oh, okay. His okay, girlfriend okay. and kid went to go play soccer one day. And I guess as the tale is told, he goes behind Charles County Community College. There's this big empty field. It looked like, I guess, where you used to play soccer. And he walked into, as he described at the time, fucking Skyrim. <laughs> and he didn't know what he was seeing. And you heard this sort of loud, raucous you know, uh, cheering and chanting and the clashing of something. And as you turn the corner, there's just 500 neon nerf covered psychopaths yeah, yeah. dressed to the nines. And this was LARPing. Yeah. And I had never heard of LARPing. I didn't know what LARPing was. I imagine like playing. you're coming up to like a peak of a hill. And as you crest over, you look down, it's fucking Narnia. That's it's just a close exactly cell phone. Exactly what it was is that we, <laughs> we, we smoked a joint in Pete's car. Dave, the whole way is like, you're not going to believe this. I've been to three of them. And he just sits <laughs> on the hill and like five or six other people would sit on the hill mm-hmm. and we would just watch and cheer like it was the fucking Ravens. <laughs> We had, we had, by the way, had no idea what was happening. We didn't know one side or the other. We were just like, I love that dude's halberd. I love that guy's poleaxe. That guy, for whatever reason, is screaming lightning bolt. That other guy got hit on the arm, and he's pretending it doesn't work anymore. You should have done acid and brought an Xbox controller and pretend that you were playing it. Like, oh, this new Madden is the shit. This is incredible. And I want to believe, and maybe I'm just sort of fan fictioning this, was that a young Tommy Simbazo was in that crowd of people. Did you ever go and LARP in Charles County in Southern Maryland? Were I you ever know. there? We've I've done it all over the place, and I don't. Uh, what year? Do you know what oh, year? Oh wow, it was before I moved away from Waldorf, so it would have been ninety eight, ninety nine. I mean, that's right around when I started. Was ninety eight, ninety nine? Because uh, back in ninety eight, ninety nine, I had two jobs. I was hosting birthday parties at Discovery Zone. And then I was doing tech support for Hasbro Games. Uh, I'm sure my NDA is is over with. I can say we were doing yeah. tech support for Hasbro Games. And there was a guy, this goth guy, the most gothest guy I've ever seen. Like one half of his hair was like red, the other was black. He'd come yeah. in wearing a cloak, and he would come in and sit down and just on Mondays and start talking about it, like, yeah, I killed like three orcs. This weekend, and I'm like, what are you? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Are and you he thinking would, he's talking about a video game when he's describing this to you? Right. You it would, no, because the physicality, like you know, he's going so through crossover and like got this guy, and I'm like, what? It, what is this? What are you talking about? He goes, oh, I, I, I LARP. I do this live action role play stuff. And as a kid, you know, we would get sticks and you know, stick fight and everything. And I was like, uh, when he was like, hey, do you want to try one of these out? I was like. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll fucking go. So I went to my first event was a camp out. Now you have day events where um, basically how it is is you go and you join up with a unit or a country. Uh, You all wear the same colors. Uh, You have a flag and everything. You have a commander. And um, at the very beginning of the day, in Darkon, one of the organizations, there's several organizations. That's the one I believe we saw was Darkon. 
Now, Darkon has a magic system in place, so you can play a, like a cleric, uh, a, a wizard and stuff, and you, you can actually have uh, spells, uh, and they actually have a map. There's an actual hex map that they have where you own territories, and if okay. you want to explore to another hex, you do what's called a day event or a, a, a land search, and they have an encounter. We're like, okay, on this land, you find five skeletons. And so your party has to go and fight these skeletons and stuff. And if you win, you get the land. Uh, and Are the then, skeletons portrayed by anybody? It's or just, just like five dudes. That okay. had, they had just taken their turn the turn before, and you just have to pretend that it's a skeleton. Got it. Okay. Sometimes but, if it's a dragon, it'll be three guys that are tied together, and one's throwing fireballs. Like, he's throwing a sock ball. Just and he's like, three guys you hired that – that were lied to because they, they were told it's a Chinese New Year celebration and they had yeah. that like parade dragon. Yeah, that would and be great. Just, there's just this a bunch of one of those. There's <laughs> just a bunch of GameStop employees swinging wiffle ball bats at them. <laughs> so we've had, uh, uh, so you would do that. And then there's day bat. There's uh, battles where there's a bridge battle. They put up two ropes. You have to yeah. fight to try to get to the other side of the bridge. If, uh, if you step off the bridge, you're dead. Uh, they'll do res battles where, you know, it's just it's a uh, maybe a fight that lasts for 15 minutes, which is a long time for like a, you know, a fight to last. Uh, but then you'd have to go back and uh, when you die, you go back and touch a guy and then you touch him and you suck this wizard off and then you're given <laughs> yeah. the elixir of life. And you, no, oh. I, you just you tap a guy and you can go back in all sorts of different battles. Um, but then. Uh, I started with the Medieval Fantasy Society at Catonsville Community College, which is where I met Dorian Gray and everything. And then uh, the guy that I started working with, he was like, no, man, you need to come fight with us. You need to be a Roman. And I told the other guys, I was like, hey, I'm going to be a Roman. And you would have thought that I said, I'm going to be a Nazi. Hey, guys, let's go. I'm going to join the Proud Boys. And they were like, dude, don't. Don't be a Roman man. So they you are. didn't know of any of the the flavor or reputation of any no, of these no, factions. No. Just you knew Ro- you heard the term Roman. Sounds cool. Yeah, Let's squad up. Yeah, but yeah, I could do Roman. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, my first battle was a campout. Now that's where you go to a campsite, and they have it's like a D. There's a, a mission, and your teams all have to try to compete to complete this mission. And you, that's when you get spells and stuff. Like you'll be in the middle of fighting. And uh, a sock ball will land near you. And people are like, fireball! And th- everyone within three feet of that sock ball, you're dead. You go, like, okay, well, I got, I guess I'm dead. There's one spell that clerics get called curse. Yeah. You actually have to read, it's like 150 words in your spell book. And you read it off. And then when you hit somebody with curse, uh, they take a, a light hit to each of their limbs. Now, a light hit just disables the limb. So if you hit someone with curse, they're basically just a stump on the ground. Uh, and they're they alive, but they're completely yeah. immobile. It's a totally way to quick because I've yeah. always wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. And I, I want to get into some of your techniques, yeah, yeah, in yeah, particular yeah. one that I remember, the freight train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to get into that. Yeah. But I've always wanted, because I've uh, when I was younger, I used to do paintball for a little while, for about mm-hmm. a year and a half. Me and some of the guys from Waldorf that skated got into paintball, and a big thing in paintball was the honor system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hit you. You have been hit. And then you get some guys um, that uh, – God, what would they call it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess this up. But it was like – it was called like rutting or something where you would act like a deer, like grinding up against a tree. Uh-huh. And you would get shot, and then you would brush up against a tree to rub the paint oh, off or okay. go, oh, no, let me – look, that – Instead of you couldn't wipe it visibly because you'd yeah, be yeah. immediately caught. But if you got shot and like grinded your chest or your back and people saw you do that, 
God, if anybody out there paintballs, you'll know the name for it. But there was a ton of honor system. There was mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of like, hey, listen, if this level of, of, of gameplay breaks down because people aren't paying attention to the rules, then what are we even doing here? So if someone throws one of those fireballs and one yeah. of those spells that if you're within a three feet radius, how often were you getting somebody that was like, I was three feet and four inches. Go well, fuck it, yourself. It usually, I mean, there was... Uh... A lot of times you would die because someone was you were busy arguing with somebody over something that just happened. And then someone would just come up and do a a blatant hit on you and you're fucking dead. Uh, So the yes, you had guys they would call it rhino hiding. Uh, There were guys that if you hit them, they would uh, they would just blow the shot off and it it would say it didn't count. Or there was this one guy that they actually called the glass rhino because uh, if you hit him, he would say light. As if, like, it was too light for him to take it. So then you're like, all right. And then you hit him hard. And he'd be like, excessive, excessive. And uh, start crying about it. So they call him the glass rhino. Uh, Do you get ostracized a- at some point? If you're a glass well, yeah. rhino, after a while, people are like, you're not playing with this man. Because every I mean, time you're like, up a stink. I mean, no one's going to say you can't play, but a lot of times I'm like, all right, man. Uh, but you definitely, you don't want to get a reputation that you are, yeah. uh, that you're rhino hiding or, you know, just shirking off hits. You want to actually take good you know take your hit you probably also don't want to get the reputation is the guy that's coming there from a broken home that everyone he's fighting <laughs> looks yeah. like their abusive stepdad oh, yeah, and they're yeah. just flacking people in the skull well i mean it's, it's like- a lot of that there's a lot of uh beyond what it, it basically is is pillow fighting uh they then have a hierarchy like it turned out that when i joined rome i joined rome like i said it was a camp out i go there i'm fully immersed in this full weekend thing i did uh i did great uh, cause I had, uh, I, I'm from a broken home and this was a thing that, uh, <laughs> celebrated me cutting loose and just, just demolishing people. Yeah. And, uh, that, you know, you go and you, you knock some guy into a tree and he just falls down unconscious and all your, all the people you went with, instead of being like, dude, we should get it. They'd be like, fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. You get the first flagon of mead back at the yeah, campsite. Yeah. Well, back in Rome, you were, it, it was, dude, it was a fucking cult. If you look up all the, all the, the qualifiers for a cult, Rome hit all of them. We is Harris- this where the Tiberius fella was yeah, yeah. from? Yeah, yeah Tiberius you, is from there. This, okay, by the way, uh, story time with Tommy Simbazo. This might be a two-parter because <laughs> I want to talk today specifically about some of the techniques that you mm-hmm. and your guys did that sound like something a goddamn defensive coordinator for the Bears <laughs> would be proud of. And then I think maybe a secondary one down the line should be a part two of the LARPer cult because you oh, – yeah have described both at Joe's place, both in car rides, mm-hmm. that this thing is is fantastical as it is. Yeah. There are some people that needed a very large fatherly hole in their oh, yeah. life filled yeah. in, and they filled it in that with a fucking with... David Koresh in yeah. foam armor. Dominus. So, yeah. Dom- Dominus. Oh, my God. The yeah. tales of Dominus. You have even, and maybe we'll put this up if you're so comfortable. Yeah. Some of the goddamn screen grabs of the, the, <laughs> yeah. the forums – you got me invested in this fucking thing about three years ago where I spent weeks looking at this forum full of people fucking turning on this one guy who was a twat yeah, and just seeing just almost, it was almost like a coup. It was almost just like you watched, like you watched a kingdom crumble and a king You watched you, the guy who was 100% solely responsible for building this organization to a national level yeah. and then to watch everyone turn on him 
which I mean, he, he did do. He deserved things. it from what he, I read. He, but yeah. so tell me about the techniques of Tommy Simbazo okay. on the field in LARPing because so, you told us so many before in some instances where some shit went sideways and people might have got concussed. What did you yeah, do? We so uh, like I said, this whole thing just celebrated me letting that angry part of me out, and uh, there was there were time there was times where all right so. In that organization, you have Darkon, which has a magic system. Yeah. Then you have Dagger here, which is more combat-oriented. Uh, and then you had uh, the SCA, which is the Society of Creative Anachronisms. Uh, but that you have to wear arm. You wear full plate armor. You wear a gorget to protect your neck. You wear a kidney belt. Uh, you wear a helmet that has a grill on it. You have basket hilts on your weapons that are uh, iron because you're fighting with rattan sticks. And all your armor is there to do is to protect you from getting hit with a stick. How much weight is all that gear on it? It's like 90 pounds. Not, I mean, it's and, – and we would only fight – you had a plywood shield that had like a piece of garden hose around the, the edge of it that was zip-tied on. And uh, we – you put all that on. We would go out to uh, western – we go out to eastern Ohio – uh, Western Pennsylvania to where their campground, the, uh, where Dar they, they every year they would have a thing called Penzig, and Penzig would have ten thousand people attend, uh, and it would turn into its own town. Uh, so much so they had to stop it at ten thousand because then you needed like a mayor or a sheriff at that. This point. is like Sturgis for people with asthma. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, they call it Sturge Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is amazing. So, uh, but of that 10,000, 4,000 people would fight and you'd fight when the sun came up. So it was very early, like around 7 a.m. Uh, you would be in your 90 pounds of armor in the fucking sun, uh, standing across. It would be a team of 2,000. Look across the field. There's another team of 2,000 people. And then and like adrenaline starting to pump. And then you would hear a fucking bagpipe and drum going like, and that just made your fucking dick go from six to midnight. And you're like, yeah. and then when they would go lay on, they'd fucking do a cannon. And two groups of 2000 would start running towards each other. You could feel the ground vibrate under all the boots hitting the ground. This is then, full Braveheart style. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. hate breed mosh pit times 10. Yeah. To where it, when you eventually got together mm -hmm. and clashed, was it sort of in wrestling? They have something that's called a shoot. Uh -huh. Where they say, listen, this is predetermined, but we got to convince these people we fucking hate each other. I'm going to hit you. You can hit me. There's a gentleman's agreement in the mm -hmm. back that we're not pulling punches. We're going to shoot on each other, and then we'll get to the finish, and everybody goes, okay. And then they call it strong style. Okay. And then you have American wrestling, which is like, hey, motherfucker, you know, don't lay it in. I got a family. Yeah. So <laughs> is, there, is there an assumption of when these two groups clash are fucking all bets off or are people going well, like 60 percent so the so um now the sea uses rattan and wood um darkon and dagger here everything is foam closed cell foam camping foam like uh like the kind of stuff that you put on your garage floor that's closed cell foam and that's what everything's made of right so you can be a lot it's a lot rougher when you're foam fighting because it's basically football without a ball there's still uh, bodies. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. But SCA, most of their stuff is tournament fighting. Yeah. Where you you run up and then you stand about five feet apart from the other person. Got and it's it. it's called what's called attrition. Okay. Uh, is that space in between where it's crack, crack, where you're trying to get around 
Uh, like, and, and in that, every hit, um, if you hit a limb, the limb's dead. Uh, if you get hit in the head, you're done. You're done, right? And um, Dominus, just like the honor system, right? Uh, these guys that compete in these tournaments end up becoming knights because, like, all, the whole world is we right now. You are living in the Atlantean realm in Darkon. You don't even know it. you have a fucking king, and you don't even fucking know it. Okay? I got a king right now in Anne Arundel yeah. County. That's There's right. a king I'm not aware There's of. There's a king. He's probably to. man. Uh, he, he's probably keeping shit together, being a uh, assistant manager at a Best Buy during <laughs> the, guy- the day. I had no idea that the guy that tested my sub at Quiznos, I should bend the knee to. <laughs> Could you imagine if you go into Jimmy John's and there's a guy in full rig? Oh, would you? <laughs> Special Jimmy sauce. Thing. Yes, uh, extra Papa John's garlic cream, please. <laughs> so um, you have knights, and the knights will wear a feather on their helmet. And before we all started, now, like I said, this is a cult, uh, just a very violent cult, where you're told, like, look, if they're not Roman, fuck them. If the, we didn't come here to make friends. We brought our friends with us. It was that sort of mentality. Yeah. And uh, Dominus said, like, look, when you go out there, uh, you know, give somebody three good cracks to the helmet. And if they don't take them, because uh, one crack to the helmet, should, should they should You're die. Done. It's a decapitation. But if they don't take three, he said, take that basket hilt that's on your sword and punch them right in the face. Jesus Christ. And, uh, and he was like, okay, all right, sure. sure yes, thing. sir. Yes, sir. Daddy. I mean, Dominus. I don't, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Domedy. <laughs> so we, uh, the very first battle, we, and like I said, these people are prepared for attrition. They're prepared for tournament fighting. So the very first battle, I was wearing, uh, I left all my armor at home because I didn't want to fight, but then they gave me like loner armor. So it's 90 pounds on me. And they gave me this fucking hammer that was a steel-belted radial tire that they had compressed down to about, like, the size of a sledgehammer head. The thing weighed, I mean, the weight on it alone. But if you if you got it swinging and you hit somebody on their shield, it would they would be knocked to the ground. I'd be like, Jesus, fuck. It's, there's still weight and force. Yeah, it's fucking like mo- Mjolnir. Are- yeah. yeah. I was going to say, this thing is a goddamn war hammer. I yeah. mean, th- this is something... That so, no, it, oh my god yeah I couldn't imagine uh all, the whole time I was like could you imagine getting hit in the head with this like you'd be even concussed. wearing a helmet you're yeah you're like thank you very much for hooray duck on I have a very good time today it the, so, the force still travels no yeah it's just so. had, like I had one time a guy came down two handed uh, a big long stick but it was supposed to be a two handed sword and hit me right in the middle of the helmet. And I swear to God, I felt hot air blow out of my ears. Oh, my uh, God. And it just dropped me to the ground. But so anyway, very first time they call Leon, I go running, and I see these two guys. There, They had bumblebees on their, their tunics. And one was standing about five feet back from the other one. So the very first guy, I ran up to him, and uh, there's a move called a shield bash, which is basically where you charge at someone, and then you brace your shield and just hit them with your shield uh, to just push that force into them. And uh, I did that to the first guy. And, like, because as I was running up, the guy was like, aha, and, like, got into position as if we were going to start doing a tournament fight. The and fuck I just you fucking were. blasted through him and then uh, took two steps and was right in his buddy's face and just straight up punched him right in the face. Jesus and the guy, Christ. the guy's head rocks back and he's like, good, good hit, my lord. And then just falls to the ground. <laughs> does he, and he and, does he have a shield on his face? Yeah, he had it. He has, everyone okay, so has he's like got a the grill. full face. Yeah, but it's like, still, your head is getting he, rocked by Kang. Yeah, also by a hand that's moving. holding a 30 pound hammer. I punched like, Jesus oh. Christ. Are and there the, EMTs by any chance? Or is it just like, yo, you oh better God. get to a patient. First. Every five minutes, you would hear, they would call, Leon. 
on and the two sides would go together and then it seemed like every five minutes you'd hear hold hold because they're pulling someone with a broken leg out of like a pile Jesus of bodies Christ, there was this a guy that hard. had there was a guy that had a heart attack on the field and uh you know they call hold because the guy he gets hit and he's like ah and they're like, all right. Yeah, he died cool. doing what he loved, pretending right, keep, to be an keep elf. Keep milking it, buddy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Sure. Oh, does and this anybody was... ever defect? Does anybody ever come over and go, fuck these dorks? Okay. I got to get with the Romans. What so, do I got to do? So we actually, when we first started fighting, we fought with this group called the Two Chucks. And uh, the Two Chucks are just a biker gang that LARPs. And they Two guys do... named Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are uh, they're they're kind of uh they don't let anybody into their camp uh it's about like 150 of them uh they were led by this guy named minimal who Jesus. was like six eight and just maybe like 450 pounds the guy was, was a and any footage you could watch from that battle you would just see this dot that was still larger than all the other dots and uh minimal was their leader they would do shit where uh they would go they would have the one of the guy's girlfriends would go and hit on you and then uh take you back to their tent oh, and then no. then they, the then the guy would come in and be like you're trying to fuck my girlfriend and then they would just you know 30 of them would just fucking curb stomp the guy right that that's a story of apparently this something is that's at a larp yes yes this is happening at a larp where a straight up like chosen sons hell's angels style bait and pussy switch yeah a guy that a day later is going to be a chaotic half orc yeah. is having yeah. his fucking teeth stomped in by a one percenter yeah because scuzz's bitch thought he was going to get a handy <laughs> this is i'd see i doubt this is brand new for story time with oh, tommy yeah. simpasso <laughs> i've never heard about if you could please if you could find them out there again post them or not depending on your safety in the community i'd love to see minimal which I can is find such a there's a name. video somewhere out of, out there because there was one time where um, uh, so yeah there was one time that my buddy Jose accidentally killed like came up from behind and killed Minimal and after the battle Minimal was like who the fuck killed me and Jose was like shut the fuck up don't say, say it just don't say shit so there so we fought with the two chucks for two years and then there was another Roman um, another Roman group they used to call us Hollywood Romans because we would dress uh, we bought our buckles at Home Depot uh, okay. and then <laughs> we would have these harnesses we just portrayed what the you know what the, the cinema would say you uh, look like Roman Romans yeah, okay yeah. yeah yeah but there were actual uh, Roman historian groups that would hand make their own buckles they all slept in a-frame canvas tents leather like, work and, holding what are they called cestuses was yeah, that yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the sword yeah so uh, they actually cestus is a wolverine blade uh, they would do a spatha which is a Roman long sword or a uh, gladius which okay. is a Roman short sword okay maybe I'm thinking gladius okay yeah yeah uh, you fucking idiot. Fucking moron. You know what? Turn it off. Turn I'm, this like, off. I'm leaving. It's over. <laughs> this is dog shit. I haven't done my research. So uh, they uh, but there was this other group that actually hired us one year. They will pay you. And, and they paid us in wooden nickels and uh, cans of salt. This little thing of salt, uh, which that's what you would have been paid as a mercenary. Back. It was kind of cool. And that fucking salt, I put it on fish when I got home. I was going to say, did you have like the most delicious food uh, was, back at camp? Everyone else is eating unseasoned chicken, but the Romans are back there. Just, yeah, like, mm, I'm sweating from all this Look sodium. At this. I'm salt barbarian. <laughs> so uh, we fought, we we changed teams. We, uh, Dominus was like, hey, we're not going to fight with you guys. And Minimal was not happy about that. 
Mantle was like, no, you fight with us or you don't fight at all. And he was like, um, and Dominus was very, uh, okay, fuck you, buddy. All right, whatever. I think it all stemmed because they got into, we went to some SCA event, which was just some bridge battle in uh, Cecil County. And they uh, they spent the night at this place and Dominus and Minimal got into it where like some I think Dominus called Minimal a bitch, you know, okay. just joking around, called him a bitch in front of all of Minimal's guy. And this is like, you know, you call him the president of a biker club who's six, eight and four hundred fifty pounds. For a bitch. comparison, how big is Dominus? Dominus is maybe five, eight, a very muscular, bald. But uh, he ain't as eight. big as Minimal. No, ain't no fucking way. Minimal. Which, let's be honest, it's probably one of the greatest nicknames ever. That's like yeah, calling yeah. me, you know, Tanned McHardcock. That's <laughs> minimal is a beautiful name. So Dominus a gets a little lippy. And his helmet, guy. his helmet had this goblin face, like out of metal on. Okay. Oh, man. It, it was frightening. He was fucking frightening. But so Dominus called him a bitch and minimal stood up and went up and just bear hugged Dominus. It was like, nobody fucking calls me a bitch. And then, you know, then it's uh, all the, the, one of the rooms, the laws in Rome is uh, if one Roman fights, all Roman fights. And, you know, all the Romans that were in there were outnumbered by a biker gang by at least two to one. And it's like if this had been a fight, there had been a lot of broken Romans afterwards. Yeah. So, so they um, just had to let Dominus take the L on that fucking yeah, exchange. Yeah, yeah. And so but anyway, so then that we we fought for these other Romans, these other Romans that hired us. Well, minimal. And they, they made sure that whatever team we were on, they were on the opposite side. And there was one time I remember uh, looking across the field and you saw all of the two chucks move over into a position so that they were directly across. So it's like 102 chucks directly across the 30 Romans. And uh, we uh, they called lay on and we, you know, we start going and there some guy had gotten to me first. Like we're we're headed right for him. I'm like, fuck, this is going to suck. And this guy comes over and starts fighting me. And I took he I gave one hit to the head, two hits to the head, third hit to the head. And he didn't take it. So I fucking uppercutted him like so I have a big tower shield that's maybe like four feet four feet tall and uh so i bumped him and when he opened up i stepped in and uppercutted him and his helmet went went flying off and the guy like you saw his eyes roll back and he fucking hit the ground now there's a guy without his helmet with a hundred people charging towards us he's about to get his melon so i kneeled down next to him and braced my shield so that i was covering his head and my head over top and so i'm like face to face with the guy honorable and, warrior and his like eyes are rolling around he's like, you, you fucking you punched me <laughs> you punched me in the face and i was like yeah you weren't taking your hits so uh, i had to kill you i had to yeah i had look man this is saving me as much as it's saving you you, you don't understand right now i yeah. am keeping you from getting brain damage more yeah, than yeah, what yeah. i just did to you because there's a stampede of people, and then you just lean down and give him those gentle kiss on the <laughs> lips. <laughs> Quick, hurry, they're looking, make out. <laughs> Your tab has been paid. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so there was that one time, and then um, the two chucks didn't really bother us after. I guess they kicked everybody's asses, but I lived through it. So They got it out of their fun. system. Yeah. Describe to me one of my favorite tales, the freight train. Okay, so also in SCA, there is a or at at Penzig every year they would do a battle called Hadrian's Wall, which is a reenactment of an actual battle where there were there were walls uh, at, with ten foot breaks in between thirty foot sections of wall, um, or at least three breaks in whatever this line was. And so they put up hay bales, and you have to fight through a doorway 
to try to get through. And it's a res it's a res battle. So if you die, you got to run back to your side. You tap someone. Now you're wearing 90 pounds of armor. You know, you have to. And this thing goes on for like an hour. Uh, now, one of the we used to use actual Roman field maneuvers. Uh, so we would fight in formations and they would call a new formation. You go, you know, the Africanus left and, you know, you charge around and, and they work. They fucking that's how Rome conquered everything. So yeah. We had field maneuvers and actual metal uh, armor. But so one of they came up with this idea. One of the guys was like, look, if we go up to the very edge of one of these holes, uh, about three people wide. And we charge in, and when that first line hits, the second line hits them, third line hits them, fourth line hits them, you are multiplying the mass of what is hitting this small spot. And once you break through, then you cut to your right, and you run down, and now you're flanking this other army that's coming in through the next hole down. Uh, So they decide to call this move the car crash. And we would practice it. We would all get together at uh, this guy Harn's house, uh, and we would, uh, we'd line up and we would charge his, uh, his garage. Matter of fact, uh, and one of the guys was wearing, uh, was wearing a, an elbow cop on the wrong arm and, uh, cut me and I needed stitches. I had to, I have a scar from where we were training to do the car crash. Jesus. So, um, years later when I'm not in Rome anymore, uh, and th- by the way, this worked beautifully. So beautifully, though, we we hit the line. Boom, we break through. I cut right and start sprinting down to the other line. I get about maybe five feet away from the other line when you hear, hold! And they fuck, the- everybody had to stop. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. I am so, f- this whole army is here right now. And I'm like, okay. I have a, I had put a piece of foam on the end of my sword and uh, a layer uh, and then leather on top of that. And got it passed as it's stabbing legal. I can stab people. Yeah. Right? And anything you can hit. Well, they, they had a rule like you couldn't hit two inches above the wrist. You because uh, you, you don't want to hit someone's wrist and hand. You could break yeah. that. You You're not going to try it small joints. Yeah. Knees down. Uh, but anything else was open game. And I look over and there was a guy wearing a gorget, uh, a, a neck protector. And I was like, I'm going to try to stab that guy. As soon as they call lay on, I'm just going to stab him. Just and. Th- so, yeah, so I was acting nonchalant, you know, whistling. Like, <laughs> and then they called, they were like, lay on. And I took two steps and swoop, and stabbed this guy right in the fucking front of his throat. And he, did, he didn't see it from coming from anywhere. And the guy goes, <laughs> <laughs> and just drops to the ground. And then they're like, hold. And oh, they, my God. The guy's like, now the guy's he's clawing at his neck. And they're like, dude, what the fuck did you do? I was like, my sword is stabbing legal. That the throat is a legal target. He's I, got a he's got a protector yeah, he's on. Had a Bourget. I did a legal move, and they're like, "Whoa, we, what team are you?" I'm like, "I'm on the other team." We broke through, came down. They're like, "Whoa, well, where's your sticker?" Apparently, my sticker, which was a piece of duct tape that identifies what team you're on, had fallen yeah. off my helmet. Okay, so that's what they're like. You five minute timeout. I'm like, okay. they put you in the penalty box because your flag fell. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, I fucking stab that guy in the throat. Yeah, he's dead. Okay, throat. well, I got a five-minute penalty, but this guy can't breathe for so, the next two days. Now, uh, my buddy Jose and I, now we had done a thing where I saw uh, in one of those SCA battles, Jose was locked shield on shield with some guy, and I just killed the guy I was fighting. So I run over and shield bash this guy off of Jose, and now this guy's on his hands and knees in between Jose and I, and we looked up, locked eyes, and both had a like a boop, 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 boop yeah. moment, and we both just reared back and punched this guy in the back of the helmet uh, with our as hard as we could, just ah, and the guy just fucking went limp and died, and he, uh, Jose and I were walking off feel like. I think we just killed that guy. I hope we didn't <laughs> kill a dude today. 
but Jose, Jose was my ride or die. Like there'd be times where we're back, back to back, surrounded by guys fending them off. Or if we were doing a tournament, and it was Jose and I. We we would lose the tournament because we're tired of fighting all these people. Like Jose, mind meld. It was great. Where uh, is Jose these days? Jose is a civil engineer for uh, for Constellation Energy (BGE). Bought a house up in Crownsville. Lives there with uh, we had dated twin sisters, and he married the twin sister that he dated. That yeah. is another story that I have heard for another story time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, has he ever been to a die laughing or or taken um, in any of the stuff you do? He's come like he's he's come to every now and then he'll because he has two kids now. Yeah, um, and he'll come. He used to come to comedy shows every now and then. And uh, last time I saw him, he came to uh, last year. Well, he came to my house uh, for my birthday party before anybody else got there. Well, this is one of the most fascinating parts of your life that I have ever heard about. There's going to be some stuff with Joe. There's going to be mm-hmm. some stuff with Rob. Get ready for the super soaker story that we all allude to mm-hmm. that really was the headliner of the February 8th weekend. And we're going to do these probably once a month. You might hold get on, a free on, one of these on. soon. Let me, let me just, I'm, let, let me at least get up to the car crash. Am I calling it the wrong thing? Yeah, it's we call, we called it the car wreck. They called it okay. the train wreck. We called it the car wreck. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so get, I set all that up that. to say that Jose and I had this simpatico battle relationship. This okay, happy with that. They would call us uh, that when they called us the Wolf Pack, and they were like, "Wolf Pack, take them out," and we would just fucking run over and decimate. Jose and I would we worked out together. We would go to Gold's Gym and we would lift weights for three hours a day, six days a week, doing a football training regiment that I found online, just so that we could be better at beating up nerds. Uh, and we came up with a move that was based on the train wreck where, uh, now in Darkon, you can shield bash a person with your foam shield. Uh, and what we would do is if you shield, Jose was like, if we, if I hit the person and then you hit me from behind, that's all that momentum. And that was getting close to 500 pounds of momentum and force hitting a 180 pound target. Uh, so what we would do is we'd be sprinting on the battlefield. We would see someone. And I would yell, I would yell, Titus was his battle name. And he'd look over at me and I would do like the movement, like you would get a truck driver to honk their horn. But I would be like, choo, choo. And he would go, choo, choo. And the other person, the per- our target would be like, what's a choo, choo? What's, what's choo, happening? Choo? And we would run and one of us would shield bash and the other person would bash behind them. And you would send motherfuckers skipping like a stone across soccer fields. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we did it so much that they ended up having to make a rule about it. They had to create a rule that were like, yeah, you can't do that. You're just because fucking- you knew physics. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you knew how mass, you know, times energy works. Yeah. Uh, they banned yeah. the thing. So you can't to this day, you can't do that like compound shield bash maneuver. No, you can't. No. Yeah. They, they made a rule that you can't shield bash uh, from behind. I think that's what it is. Like you could shield bash sideways, which one time we uh, we knocked this. The, I, I knocked a dude unconscious. We were in a one of the modules for the campout weekend. Uh, it was uh, like you go into it was like you're playing D&D. So we had all of our, you know, shieldmen and everything. And uh, we had to solve this puzzle. So they solved the puzzle. We go into the first room and it was full of a bunch of iron statues. And as we walk in, the iron statues come to life. And these guys, you you could hit them and they wouldn't take a hit. But there was another puzzle that you had to solve in that room to get to the next room. So um, we pulled out, back out to the first room. And then we were like, hey, everybody with a shield, get up front. When you get in there, you shield bash those iron statues and you put their fucking dicks in the dirt. And then you lay on them until we can figure out this uh, this puzzle. So uh, 
we what would then a puzzle go, consist of? What, describe like a, a puzzle. It would be like a puzzle pieces or something that you have to, there's like a clue or something. Like a quick little like kind of Resident Evil, put these yeah, yeah, three yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. of tile together to unlock yeah, as a matter the of fact, door. these puzzles were, we figured them out, they were a direct ripoff from uh, the Sands of Time, Prince of Thieves, the Sands of Time. Oh, game. okay. Yeah. So uh, we, we go in again and there was this big fat kid. And he comes up, and I ran into him and shield bashed him, but it I couldn't knock it. He was too fucking big. But it it knocked him back on one foot, and he kind of teetered off to his right where my one buddy Vance was coming in. And he, Vance shield bashed him again, and then he went back and tilt back the other way. And then this time I hit him and, like, lifted a little bit. And so we got, boom, got him on the ground. Then Vance and I dove on top of him. And then uh, we're just covering him with our shields. And then after I was like, man, this guy's – this guy's not really putting up a fight. He's, uh, he's really he's, uh, cool with what we've done with him. Kind of paralyzed right now. Yeah, and then, I like the way that his ears are leaking blood. <laughs> but then you hear from under the shields, he's like, uh, uh, can, can I just get comfortable? And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, go ahead. And he was like, I, I think I got knocked out for a couple minutes. <laughs> immediately erect again. What's your worst, before we go, what's your worst injury ever, Lark? Um, there's been a couple, like most of my adult injuries have come, well, except for losing, well, no, losing my spleen was after a LARPing practice. Um, but I've been, which is where you get your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, I mean, like I said, I got a scar from a practice. There was one where I was wearing a chainmail shirt. We were fighting in the woods and chainmail uh, adds extra weight and momentum to your chest. So usually what you do is you wear like a harness over top of it to strap it down. Yeah. Um, we, I didn't have a harness. I just borrowed someone's chainmail shirt. And we were in the woods, and I remembered uh, there was a gully, and there was a ridge above the gully. And I was on the ridge, and I saw two guys walking down. And I dove shield first and landed on one guy, uh, crumpling him. And then when I was on my knees, was able to kill the other guy and then go back to killing this guy. But uh, when I went to go stand up, I had torn something in my back from the extra momentum of yeah. all that. But yeah, that's based, that's that's probably the worst I've gotten hurt. Uh, I've given concussions, knocked people out, bloodied a couple people. Uh, I mean, there was a time where I was fighting a guy and he kicked my shield into my face and my nose started bleeding. And he was like, "Oh, dude, well, hey, your nose is bleeding." And I was like, "Yeah, it'll be bleeding when we're done. Let's just finish." And yeah, we got it'll me. still be bleeding. Yeah, Let's fucking like, oh, get okay. this. Yeah, and he just Holy spit blood shit. in his face and he's like, "Ah, oh god, AIDS <laughs> confirmed AIDS." <laughs> I have AIDS. Well, dude, I want to pick this back up down the line because part two of Storytime, the LARPing edition, Tommy Simbazo, I like starting out with something, a tale to be continued. Yeah, yeah. Compile the timeline of the rise and fall of Dominus. Oh, 100%. And I mean, pull some transcripts from that um, forum you sent me where mm -hmm. people were going in, that YouTube video. I mean, you gave me documents <laughs> a long time ago that it... it, it it overtook most of my favorite television shows where I'd get in and see just how badly is the reign of Dominus going down in flames. Yeah. We're I think get now he started join he joined some other organization, but like, like he got kicked out of Darkon and we started doing Dagger Here and he built Dagger Here up to a national level and then they turned on him and now he's they're fighting in a new organization that I'm I'm sure he'll probably dedicate his life to to making that bigger than the other ones until they turn on him again yeah. and then yeah. he'll just go from town to town starting all these fiefdoms that <laughs> he's, eventually yeah, he's like he's like bruce banner in the incredible hawk <laughs> yeah. he's the next town he's got a, just a bindle over his shoulder yeah except the bindles at the edge of some nazmune looking sword <laughs> some huge cloud breaker 
Well, dude, thank you. We are so glad to finally be able to bring you this. And I know throughout the rest of the year, some of the tales you're going to hear that you, the DLP patron, finally get to hear that we've enjoyed so much for so many years while we're eating shrimp and white wine. Tommy's out of his fucking mind on mushrooms. And I think one of these, if not this one, I can't quite tell, but we're going to work it out because Joe's going to be doing one very soon. You're going to get one of these for free. So if this is the free one, uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe. Mm. Five bucks is all it takes. Ten dollars nice. Twenty bucks is sweeter. Hey, and uh, if this is the free one, keep your fucking mouth shut. Don't say okay? a fucking Don't fucking thing. say nothing. Don't fucking Or you're going to walk out to your car one day and hear behind you, woo, 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 woo. Tommy, thank you, man. <laughs> Not a problem, bud.